This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. I know we are fresh off of our Northeast tour, which was amazing. We, um, it was great to see everyone. I, 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 I just want to thank everyone who came. Everyone who, over 4,000 people came out last week. Yeah. Left the house. It's incredible. Left the couch. Said goodbye, comfy clothing. I'm going to get dressed and go out and be a part of something. I'm here. I'm here. Yes. I'm living. I'm breathing. I'm having fun. I'm having my drink. And, you know, even on like the New York show was a fantastic time. Uh, that was like heartwarming just to be a part of that many people. Um, it's funny because those shows do feel like we're all holding hands, having a good time together. Like right. I, I really do feel like everyone's on the same page. We get it. Uh, everyone gets it. But people came out on nights that weren't easy to come out. Monday in DC, they came the Monday after Halloween weekend. Like I know you fucking did it. Awesome. You guys did it. Boston, You're amazing. you came out on a Tuesday night and you filled sold up out. the Wilbur sold out show. Unfucking believable. Philly, you came on a Wednesday. To like a rock venue that you know, like that you probably never would have walked into. Like I, because I, I, it was just like different and great. weird and great, and we loved every second of it. And then New York Friday night, um, just an unbelievable, awesome time. show, awesome show. We just want to thank you because uh, we, I know we had fun, right? We have a yeah, we had a great time and we have fun. You guys have fun. It's if like the audience fun, yeah, energy it, is amazing. It, it was just amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you, Moxie Hotels. Um, it's not every day. Like I, I don't mean to be the corporate shill, <laughs> but it's not every day that you can feel confident that like the sponsor matches the the people at the show mm -hmm. and and actually can be utilized by them. And it's been cool what Moxie's been doing. We we did pre-games at all the Moxie hotels in D.C., Boston, and New York. And every hotel, I was like, yeah, I would stay here for yeah. a, a bachelor party or like a, a dude tripper. You know, women, I'm sure, too, right? Like, yeah, it's a great bachelorette party spot. It's a great it, it's a great social fun spot. And the people who come to these shows are social and fun. And people who listen to this podcast want to be out there, want to be having a good time. And the Moxie is such a great place to do it. Um, and so and we're, we're not be, done. Yeah, we're not we're even not done. done. We're coming so, to the West Coast in Texas. This is going to be so we and also let me pat ourselves on the back let me <laughs> if we could take a moment we, to recognize ourselves <laughs> we did a great job yes the new york show was like oh shit we know how to do this show like that was yeah. tight fun i mean the other shows that week were great too but i'm saying like that was like the moment where i was like oh we, we got, got got something we got something here because yeah. so we're, we're coming ready to go la that's gonna be a great show because they don't usually buy tickets ahead of time like la is kind of known is that a thing? It's a thing. Okay. LA's known as like the, oh, there's this thing going on tonight? <laughs> Even though they've known about it for months. Right. They're you know, too cool. Too cool. Okay. But we've sold a good amount of tickets in LA, so I'm confident that's a great show. San Francisco, I know people in that area love this show. Yeah. I've been out there 
six times this year, I think. <laughs> yeah, I've been out there a lot this year. Um, we're pumped. They're already coming out to the show. I'm pumped about that. Portland, Oregon. Um, if you're living in Portland right now and you're listening to this show, <laughs> we need you to go buy a ticket right now. We need you to get involved. Get the group chat involved. I, I Listen, put away your paper straws and, you know, whatever, yeah. pro, you know, whatever march you're about to go on. <laughs> Fucking come to the show. Really bring, bring a crew. Them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, Portland, come out. Come out. Yeah, you know. listen, we'd like to have you. Yeah. It might be just you, you know, two of you and Jordan <laughs> and I. Seattle. We'll get into it. Vancouver. I don't even care if anyone comes in Vancouver. Yeah. I'm just excited to go. Uh, Vancouver's doing pretty well. It's doing pretty well. Canada, but I'm, I'm just we, like, we, love Can- we love Canadian followers. We love the Canadian demo. They're into it. They're here just, to play. Also, to, not to go off track, so many Canadians, so many people like traveled to New York to be at the show. That was amazing. Yeah. Fucking awesome. So Vancouver. Uh, Phoenix, I get a lot of messages from Phoenix. Like, where are you coming? And I'm like, coming. okay, we're coming. We're coming. So fucking get it together. Have you been to Phoenix? Not for shows. Never for shows. Oh, cool. I'm, I'm excited to do that. Wow. Houston, Dallas, and Austin. Um, I love those three cities. I, I actually have a great time. Have you ever been? Yeah, I've been to all of them. They're all, I oh, love great. Texas. Houston's one of those like underratedly huge cities. Yeah, like, like you can't see it's it enormous, all. right? And yeah, Dallas is great, and then Austin. Like, come it's on awesome. out, let's make this happen. So, the West Coast is happening. Get the tickets now. Get the group chat now. The best compliment we got this week was I brought my friends, and now they love it. Yeah, it's amazing, and, and that's amazing. And we're gonna be staying again. We're gonna be staying at the Moxie in Seattle. Um, thank you again to the Moxie Hotels for sponsoring this great thing. Check them out at moxiehotels.com. I gotta, I gotta ask you, Jordan. But l- let's get into this real quick. We're already like, what are we? Uh, five, five minutes five in. Minutes that's in. pretty good for us. I, that's actually. pretty good. We yeah. usually do twenty minutes of well, thank yous. Look and, at us. We're getting tighter. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're getting tighter. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, buy those tickets. So, Betches.co/slash/youuplive. Um, <laughs> uh, so get involved with that. Um, I've been getting all these messages lately, and I want, I want to talk this out with you because let's this is an it. uncomfortable conversation. Okay. But this is the comfort. This is the podcast of uncomfortable conversations. Let's hear it comfortably. I want to hear your your something that makes you feel weird. Well, I I keep getting these DMs from girls, and I don't want to. I every time I say I get DMs from girls, then I get a thousand that day. Stop DMing me, okay? But I I get these these women are writing me going, "This is so crazy. Read this message. This right. is so crazy, and it's not crazy to me at all." Mm-hmm. This is a DM I got. Ready? Yeah. I'm gonna read it to you right I'm gonna, now. I'm ready. And I thought it was interesting because like it was so she goes, some guy just asked me if I only want to go to dinner and drinks or would I let him make me dinner and watch movies at his house? And it's like and then he she writes, oh, and he won't judge me on my answer. Okay. And, and it's like he and then he just and then he literally doesn't think he said is weird. And it's like, is this some guy that she's she's saying she's never went? They never went out. They never gone out. They met on a dating app, and basically he gave her the opportunity to say, "Let's do. Do you want to only do drinks for dinner and dinner, or I'll make you food at my house and you can come over to my house?" Right. And it's like, I'm thinking a lot about this as far as like these dating apps, and 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 I'll connect this. I hope this makes sense. I'll let you know. I was talking to a friend (laughs) last night, and he's like. This guy's a legitimate like stud. Okay, he's he's made love to a lot of women. Okay? okay, but he's like an admitted guy. Like he's like, yeah, I go out and I fuck a lot of women. Like this is what okay. I I've done in my past and I've done in my future. And like I'm not saying this I'm guy like, fucks. This guy fucks. 
And I looked at him. I was like, yeah, you do. Like I knew, like, he, you know, like he's Indeed, a, I believe that about you. I believe that like to me, he's like a billionaire. Fucker. Does he like, say it like in a way that's like braggy or no. he's just like, oh, like I, yeah, I had sex with many, many women. There's some people that like, I'm not this guy. Okay. Like I'm, I'm, I'm saying like, I, there's some guys I know who could go out at night, mm-hmm. can pick up girls, can right. call, talk to them and then get them on the same page with them as far as like, I'm here to have sex. I'm here to like do and like. What the dating apps have done, and like to me, he's like the one percent. Like, yeah. it, there's not a lot of him that exists, right? But the um, dating apps have kind of opened up the world of fucking to the average fucker. I still don't think it's as easy. I mean, I think game definitely is like an important thing. Sure. In with there are some men I feel like there like you said that one percent of men like where, where you go out and you'll meet this you'll meet a guy and you'll mm-hmm. be like oh like I don't even care if this guy calls me tomorrow but like sure. it's rare especially for someone like me uh, but there is like a random chance encounter where you're like this guy is like so charming or so good looking or so whatever like I'm just kind of like not even thinking about the future I'm, I'm throwing yeah throwing right. every anxiety i have about what my age is what right. it is and i'm going with this guy and there's something about that guy that gets about like almost like he doesn't he's not trying so hard of course like you know it's like you know he's not he's but he's a professional yeah, right. athlete of fucking right so w- when i get a message like this like basically like i've been thinking a lot like dating apps have made it possible for losers mm-hmm. To not to act like they're not to be losers. Like this to guy. be this guy. To have access to this world. I think it's again, it's I I agree with that in an introductory sense. It's like yes, Dr. Fisher. I'm not saying I'm not saying yeah. they have the ability to fuck. I'm saying right. the world is open up. It's like, you know, like um uh in investing. There, there the used, door has been opened. Yeah. There, there right. used to be only rich people could invest in right. stocks because you'd have to buy individual stocks yeah. all on their own. Now there's mutual funds. Right. So anyone open, can get in. Now anyone, any average Joe or Jim can invest in all the stocks right. they want because they're bundled up and it's cost less for the average investor. Mm-hmm. Dating apps are mutual funds right. for these guys. I agree. But like investing, even though the door has opened for all these people, it's not like all these people are fucking killing it. Like and- Agreed. They're all like ha- now have the chance. But this is yeah. But this is why right. I, I come back to this guy's message. Okay. This is a loser trying to fuck. Okay. <laughs> right. You know, like this guy. He's saying he's he, saying it. He's not pulling the moves. Yeah, yeah. He can't even do this fucking right. He's going. Right. Hey, we'll do dinner and drinks, or you could come over. Right. And he's not even saying like I want to fuck you. Like, and this girl's writing to me. She's going. Yeah. I'm so confused. No, no, no. This is a guy using an app that's made for dating that ha- under the under the guise of dating, he's on an app trying to fuck. Right. And and he's just trying and he's a loser. And he's not he's a loser cuz he's not making you think it's your idea. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a guy <laughs> with a real game makes you think it was all your idea. Exactly. So it's like you yeah, this is like for the guy who says that to you now puts you in a position of like I now like the the cards have been laid on the table and yeah. I now have to decide like I know exactly what you're doing and sure. I have to make the rational informed decision about which is in some ways kind of nice and refreshing because it's like someone's like laying out their their intentions just bare for you to see it's like someone mm-hmm. who's a terrible negotiator yeah Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like here is the lowest price I will possibly give yeah like that's not how like a real like good salesperson does it this is but this is kind of goes back to like how we have to start readjusting our view on these apps like right you if you're on the dating app and you don't th- you have to think of it like a bar if you're not okay. thinking of it like a bar 
you're gonna get fucked. Like, and and you're not gonna be happy with the results. You're gonna keep going. This is crazy. It's not crazy. If a guy came up to you at the bar and goes, and you had a nice conversation. If you and I, we, I, I was like, hey, you want a drink? Nice to meet mm-hmm. you. Oh, you're from there. I'm from here. Uh, actually, I I take my number, or you can come home with me, or we can go out. Right. You would go. Okay, I'll text you to go out, maybe. But you'd also be a little bit put off. Right. You'd be like, okay, that guy's like weird. I'm not going to do that. Exactly. Or so, if you like real, like if you really wanted it, there's some girl out there who's like, okay, I'll come over. Like, yeah. And, 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 and it works. It worked well, once. It, it worked once. That's why anyone <laughs> d- tries. But right. It, the, but if you weren't a part, you wouldn't be surprised or confused. You'd be like, oh, he wants me to come home with him. Right. You know, the the, the or he'll maybe go out. You know, like. It's just it's 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 if if you're I know we're on the same device that we text our mom, dad and brother and and friends. But you have to remember that these are strangers, you know, like these aren't people like I don't know. I was thinking a lot about does that make sense? Like, I I, I agree. That's not crazy. This first email is let's do an email. (laughs) We talk about people (laughs) with crazy dating stories. Yeah. And like. This isn't like the most absurd thing I've ever read, but it it did strike me as like well, there's this, no one, there's this, these people out here too. There, okay, well, there's no one crazier <laughs> to me than someone who goes, "I have the best dating stories." It's like, yeah, you're in the story, so you're fucking crazy. right. Yeah, that happens every day. <laughs> Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama, every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor; it's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair serum and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three Three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. Let's do some emails. What are we talking about? So this girl, I just thought this was so funny. I read this email and I thought we should talk about it. Um, I'll read the email. Mm. 
Dear Jared and Jordana, I'll start by telling you I love you both. I have listened to every episode, rate, review, subscribe, and told all my friends. I will continue to do so. This podcast has given me the tools and confidence to navigate the dating navigate dating in Chicago. So thank you. You're welcome. What up? My question for you is what is the appropriate way of handling expenses when traveling as a couple with friends? Um, so we've kind of had this conversation we a little have, bit. We kind of have, but okay. I enjoyed this. This is an extreme. Okay. This past December, I was invited to go to Maui with a guy I'd been seeing at the time. We had known each other for three years and dated on and off for two years. We had recently started dating again at the time of this trip. He usually goes to Maui every year with his mom, but his mom was not up to the flight this year, so he invited me and used his airline miles to get me a ticket instead. All right. So at this point, when I hear he got you the airline... He got you the ticket with Miles. Right. When I hear because that. Because his mom dropped out. Because his mom dropped out. But I And you're dating. Uh, he's taking me to Maui. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think. But th- not as intentionally as, like, I'm taking you to Maui. It's more like, my mom dropped out. Do you want to come with? I know. But I, I don't. I don't go on things I can't afford myself. Okay. So, if someone said to me, Jared. Mom dropped out. We want to take you. I want to take you to Maui on the miles. I go, well, where are we going to stay? I I would have more questions. I wouldn't just walk into like, I don't just walk into places with my eyes closed. Like I, 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 you know what I mean? Like, I don't mean to blame the the emailer. I'm just trying to like play devil's advocate to this whole thing because I'm like, I, I understand. Like if someone says to me. Nothing, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Like, that's just not the way that's the world true. works. Yeah. So That's the first thing you learn in econ 101. That's the first lesson. So I, to me, like if someone's like, come to Maui, I, I'll use my miles. I go, great. How how can I give for the hotel? Can I, you yeah, know. What, well, she does this. Right, let's so get let's into it. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they, they reserved a two bedroom timeshare and invited some other mutual friends to join us throughout the week. Going into the trip, I would never. See, exp- now the mutual friends are in. Like, this is like. Now you know, it's a group trip. Listen, it's like going to dinner with a bunch of people. The more you invite people, the more the group extends, the more the money is, is stressful. Is, ration, is rationalized. Yes. Going into the trip, I would never expect him to pay for my food and drink drinks while we were there, especially since he used his miles for my airfare and covered the cost of the hotel. Usually when traveling with a friend or partner, I prefer to either split the bill or take turns paying. However, he insisted that I and others staying with us at the timeshare charge everything to the room on his card so that he could get points. Anytime that just the two of us would go grab a drink, he would put it on his card and tell me not to worry and that he would add it to the spreadsheet even when I offered to put it on my card. Almost every morning, he would go sit out on the balcony and work on tracking expenses. <laughs> At oh that God. time, I thought this was coffee with this guy. Um, <laughs> at this time, I thought he was this was odd, but didn't think much of it. He has a history of being cheap. Uh-oh. At the end of the trip, I received a three-tabbed spreadsheet documenting every meal, drink, grocery store visit, etc., broken down by percentage allocations of how much might have been consumed per person. I understand when traveling with friends that it can get tricky to track expenses. So it makes sense to have a system set up and maybe share the spreadsheet with others. However, as the girl he had brought on the trip with him, it seems like he could have just told me how much I owed him without the detailed spreadsheet. We have since broken up due to other reasons, but even though he was super generous using his miles for my flight, am I crazy for thinking it's odd that he never bought me one drink while we were there? I've attached the spreadsheet that accounted for the second half of the week. Sincerely, Kristen owes Dave five hundred eleven dollars and sixty five cents. I gotta say, I, I, 
The spreadsheet, <laughs> I don't know if we can post it somewhere. Is there maybe we can we post put it, it on, store, on Instagram story? We'll just put it on Instagram. It is wow. Very detailed. It's very detailed. It has grouped group total, individual total, people present. Yeah, and then it has like a, you know, there's an activities page, there's a food page, and then there's like a booze page, right? Yeah, it looks like that. And and it's like he even knows like the name he's like Maui Wave Rider surfing. Like he's got like names of the companies put in. Right. Like this is some co- includes th- includes $30 tip. Includes $20 tip. <laughs> Here's the problem I see with this email. Okay? And right. I can only like speak to the listener. Like I can't speak like He's a cheap fucking, you know, he's not. Uh, yeah, I guess he's a little cheap. He's also a little anal. Like, he's a I little OCD. I think it's OCD. also like, you want the points. Like, fuck you. You get the points. The points plays <laughs> into this points are a lot. Like, I feel like points are also like a very like new millennial like thing. <laughs> like, like who, we all want now. We're all like dro- trying to be the one charging our credit cards so sure. that we can get those points. Well, it's also a cheap person thing to do. Like, to, to like. To think you're smarter than everyone else at the table that no one else knows points. Right, I'll put or knows, this all on my card. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Don't worry about it. And then you find out they're like really good at tracking points or like have some, you know what I mean? Right. Like I have, I know people like this where like they, they'll like, like you'll find out. I remember we went on spring break my freshman year and we we took this trip to the El Poblito in Cancun, okay? <laughs> the El Poblito doesn't exist anymore. It's basically fucking rubble in the ground. We looked at it online and like my buddy my buddy Thunder Dan was like, Oh, Thunder they got a, Dan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, they got a swim up pool bar. That's what he kept saying to all of us. Swim up <laughs> pool bar. And we get to fucking uh El Poblito. It's and it looks like a carnival. It's like pink and blue. It's like painted okay. crazy. And they're reusing plastic cups. You know those plastic uh, cups and like yeah. washing them out in the sink and then like they're like you know like you would get like a like a drink in your hand and then it would like be coming out the side because the cup was overused and then we're like sitting there and they're like and, and like everything was cheap and then we found out and then we found out that the reason he put this whole thing together is he got a free trip. Like there's right. that one person that does the Cancun spring break that like gets the free trip for getting yeah, yeah. everyone to go. And we're like, oh, so the whole trip, all we're doing He's is being like, he, he, right. we're giving him such shit. We're like, oh, good thing we're here at the Upper Blito so Dan can get his free trip. And then like, I remember we did like a, there was like a, <laughs> there was like a bracket, a tournament style uh, arm wrestling competition. They were like at the res- at the resort. resort at El Poblito, and like the winner got a free T-shirt, <laughs> and we're like, we're, and we like made Thunder Dan like enter. He's like, oh, I'm gonna win this free T-shirt for Thunder the group. Dan. We're all gonna split this fucking T-shirt, and then I remember we did this whole competition. We lost. He lost in the finals. We were we were so disappointed, and then one of the days we're like, we're gonna go to the other hotel where like MTV was and like where the real people went and. Mm. We get there and they're like, who wants T-shirts? And they're throwing out T-shirts and everything. It's like, yeah, because we fucking cheaped out to get Dan his free trip at the swim up pool bar. We have to fucking fight for one T-shirt while everyone's fucking having the best time of their lives. So these people that do this, like they think they're getting one over on you. Right. I mean, I get on some level, I'm like, okay, the guy used his points to buy her the sure the flight. So in some sense, he's probably in his head like I'm entitled to whatever. 
Yeah, that, well, that's that's also a cheap guy move. Yeah, cheap, because they're like they're they're calculating e- every everything. Every, yeah, 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 right. Which is not a fun way to be. There's a scoring system going on in their head that you don't really know or could I could even see eye to eye with. Right. This is the guy who Venmo's you after the date where you're not interested in a second date. Absolutely, because they're like, well. You know, I paid this and I thought I was getting sex out of this. Right. And now I didn't get my return, so I want my money back. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting the way she the way she positions this. I she goes, We broke up for other reasons. No, you broke up for this reason. Like Because he's I don't like a believe, selfish guy. Yeah, I don't believe yeah, this is a bigger issue than right. just the points and then the spreadsheet. Right. Like you guys are not a match. You obviously see who you know, is this guy's match? Someone who is also equally anal about tracking expenses. Um, I don't know. I, a fellow I, accountant, <laughs> another accountant. I, I think someone who like appreciates that's like someone would have to see it differently. They'd be like They're fiscally responsible. Exactly. They'd right. have to be like, oh, he's preparing for our future. This is why right. he's doing this. And I just like that she's like, isn't it odd that he never bought me one drink while we were there? And it's like. You're looking at this the wrong way. Right. <laughs> like, you're starting a fight about something you can't win. Yeah. How could you not buy me a drink? Because he's going to go, well, I paid for the flight, and then I figured, and the hotel, and then I figured we'd split everything else. Like, that's how he would look at it. And she's mm-hmm. looking at, like, the romantic gesture of, like, right. buying romantic. me a drink. That's not, at this point, none of this is romantic. Like, right. you're not going to have, like, Well, going you can't on a trip because someone's mom dropped out isn't romantic either. Absolutely, and that being the reason, right? Yeah. yeah, it's just, but you can't have it both ways. You can't be like, you can't take the flight, take the hotel, and then with the guy you already know is cheap, and then see him going over spreadsheets every morning, and then go, "How could you not buy me a drink?" And it's right. like, no, you signed up for this, right? And you knew he was cheap before, so yeah. it's kind of like going into it. You had this, you got the free trip to to Hawaii, though, so that's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. I don't know. I wouldn't want to be on a trip with anyone that I didn't like that this stuff would be tough to talk about with. Right. Well, that's why it's tough to like go out, go on a trip with someone super early into dating. Absolutely. Or before you're confident enough to have these conversations. Right. If you're on a trip with someone a month into dating, you can go, hey, let's talk this out. Like I could understand how that could be made. Uh, you're going to have an uncomfortable conversation. But if you feel confident, you're willing to have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you were like, well, hey, that's, that's when you know you're ready to go on a trip. I think when yeah. you're ready to like discuss that. Well, that's why you don't go on a trip you can't afford yourself, right? Well, because yeah, then it's harder too. to have that conversation. You know, when it's hard to have the conversation right, about Maui when you're like, well, I don't want to ruin Maui because I really want to go, but if I don't get these points given to me, then I'm fucked over. You <laughs> know, like that's what happens when you can't. You know, and I'm not. I'm not saying. You know, I'm not. This isn't a conversation of like when you make enough money you can do. I'm just saying like. Don't sign up for things that you are automatically in a position of working for someone. Right. Well, this guy also is now like making sure that she's working for him, too. It's like he he wasn't like, oh, I'm going to take the the hit. He might like that position. Yeah. Some guys like he's indebted. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, you go on this trip. Yeah. I mean, and then like at every turn, like, well, I paid. It's like, ugh. right. Well, that's fun. Uh, I don't know. This trip sounds... It would stress me out. I agree. Let's do some awkward stuff. All right, sounds. let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending these in. Thought I would share my recent sexual encounter. My ex-husband and I have been divorced for years, but are both currently single, 
so decide we might as well recycle and hook up for some familiar fun. Hmm. Uh-oh. That sounds not fun. What do you think of this? About you think this is a good idea for her? I don't think it's a good idea to have sex with someone you legally, you got yeah. contractually uh, separated from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a document saying why all the reasons you shouldn't be together. Exactly. Yeah. And also it's like, uh, you know, consider all, you know, getting a divorce takes fucking forever and, and it's very money expensive and, and yeah. all this stuff so it's like like now you're gonna like waste more time with this person right that seems like a terrible idea to me at one point uh at one point i told him to grab the lube from the drawer forgetting that there's also muscle healing cream and muscle heating cream in there as soon as he applied it on himself i recognized the familiar smell of muscle cream and corrected him instantly However, it was too late. He wiped it off uh, and we went ahead, but I could still feel it heating up. Sure enough, once we were done, he was running to my freezer to ice his penis as if it <laughs> felt like it was on fire. Uh, <laughs> as it felt like, like it was icy on fire. Hot. Luckily for me, it didn't last more than a minute. However, it was one of those creams that reheats the bustles when they when he <laughs> applies. So for the next 24 hours, any shower he took or when he went to the gym, it would reheat and burn. Glad he was a good sport about it, and we were both able to laugh it off. Sincerely, a participant in the This Peen is on Fire incident. That's good. That's good. What do you think? Any um, thoughts? Yeah, those creams are, like, tough to, to deal with. Yeah. Well, also, why the fuck are you putting the lube next to the fucking fire cream? Right. That's, the Ben Gay. That's the number one. That's the issue here. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I have, like, my, like, my boyfriend gets, like, achy back thing so okay. like sometimes i'll put that like icy hot thing and then you really can't touch anything after like your eye or like anything it becomes well, like yeah it's like cutting a jalapeno like right it's over for you yeah you gotta be that's a uh amateur move yeah I, I i well this to me is the same thing as like when the hotels put the conditioner next to the body lotion Oh, is that something that men oh, are mistaking? My, well, I don't. Why aren't we putting the conditioner and the shampoo and the soap in the shower instead of on the? It's always next to the sink, and it turns into this thing where I get in the shower, I forget, and then I have to get out, and I have to risk my life because I'm slipping right, you all over go the bathroom run and get the other shit exactly. Yeah. And then there's every like fifth time I take the conditioner, I put it in my hand, and I rub it on my body, and I'm like, this is slipperier <laughs> than usual. I'm like, oh, it's because it's fucking not the body cream. I agree with that. Oh, that we should start a movement for hotels. Moxie has the the the, um, the soap in the in the thing in the thing. Yeah. So you know, I mean, but this, uh, I mean, to me, this is called. Uh, also, I love that she's like, well, I'm fine. He just had to run and <laughs> ice his penis all it's day. Reheating. He's, yes. He's, like he's sitting there, like, please blow on it. No, don't blow me. Blow on it. Yeah. Well, I wonder what the sensation is for the penis. It's just like warm. Does it feel like it's, it's like it's I would imagine it's burning like I mean it's just like have putting on like, is it like numb? Icy hot. yeah I feel like that kind of numbs it in a weird hot I don't know what do you have any names for this um icy fuck it's good ben, I like that ben, ben gay ben gay ben I don't know I don't know there's <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? Um, it happened not with like a genitalia, but mm. yeah, I've like I, there, I do this all the time where I'm like put my like finger in my eye. Oh really? <laughs> and, then and then you're walking around like you can't see out of yeah, one eye, and it just burns a little bit, and you're like, oh, there's my vision. It's gone. What about you? Um, never you happened to me. I've used the like they they have those like you know they have lubes that kind of do this a little bit. Mm -hmm. 
and they have like the, didn't they have condoms that kind of did this a little bit like they oh you know, it was supposed to be like sensate like her the sensations kind of like that, like that. and yeah. I I feel like I've all like I I feel like I've always like yeah let's give it a shot you know like there's never like you know right. why not you know and then you're you're like oh yeah my balls do feel cold and hot at the same time I I don't know if this really helps me to fuck right you know I yeah. I'm not, all this stuff. To me, like when you they're like use the lube that like gets hot when it's cold and cold when it's hot. It's all like the like a couple that's like, let's do something new. But then they don't do anything new at all. Right. They're just like, let's let's experiment with this thing, which is like not that exciting. And it has potentially like very bad consequences. And And then they could be like, oh, we're not going to do that. You remember what happened last time? Yeah. And then they have to wash (laughs) it up in the shower. And then they're sitting there being like, let's just have our missionary sex. You know, I agree like with this that. Is, that's kind of what it feels right, like. Right. This is too much for me. Yeah. I agree <laughs> with that. Um, but speaking of the fact that she's divorced, um, I actually, I meant to, I forgot to mention this before. I've been watching Couples Therapy on Showtime. Wait, what? You, sh- you should check it out. There's a new show. Okay. On show- I don't know if it's new because there's nine episodes, um, but they're each like half an hour. It's on Showtime. It's called Couples Therapy. Okay. And it's like real couples therapy. So you're basically flying the wall during a couple therapy. Yeah, but this shit is like very real seeming and I like really like it. And I want to talk about it, but you got to watch it. So what's the most interesting episode you've seen? Well, they're all like, it's like five different couples. So it'd be mm-hmm. like part of like each part, each episode is like a little part of their thing. So they splice between. Right. And they're all like different, like races, socio and economic statuses. Mm-hmm. Like um, there's a trans woman and a, and a lesbian woman. Um, and it just, it makes you feel a little better about your own relationship because okay. everyone is so fucked up, but also like, are they very relatable, deep? but it's like, all very relatable. Like to me, the couples therapy, like I understand why people go, but then mm-hmm. you're like, you know, I guess this goes back to like the disposability of people. Like, I guess I live in a dating app world where I'm like, why even deal with this? Well, because the, because the sum is more than than the part than the whole of the parts mm. do you know what i mean that's why you deal with it because it's like yeah you could just keep redoing your like life and your dating with like various people that you meet but that's never going to be as good as like a full life lived with one person that mm. you ex- go through life and experience all the shit with like yeah the sum is greater than the whole of the parts like that to me is like the real reason yeah you could keep dating a million mm-hmm. people but you're not going to get like that like that full oh, right full life with someone and these people have, they're not like people who are just dating they're no, been married for like a I, while but i'm saying like there's must be like a lot to lose that they're like we gotta bring someone else in well, here. yeah for some couples they're kind of like i like don't really want to work on this and for other couples it's like you kind of could sense they still like do love each other yeah but all the problems, like the small problems, the big problems, like they're all, I think it's really interesting. It's kind of draining though. You should, you should check it out. And if you guys have seen it or you, you don't want us to talk about it, I know that you got a little tired of the dating around conversation. So email you up at UUP at Betches.com. Let us know your thoughts. 
guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop-down menu that follows. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Let's do some emails. Let's do it. You ready? Mm-hmm. Hi, J&J. I love the podcast. I've turned on all my friends to you up. It's fantastic. Uh, my friends into you up fanatics. Here's my situation. My boyfriend and I met in D.C. We're both, uh, where both of our families live. Six months into our relationship, I got accepted into a one-year program in Pennsylvania we decided to try longish dating, a four and a half hour drive, and it's been great for the first five months. My plan great. is, yeah, <laughs> wrote in ca- capitals, great. My plan was always for me to move back to D.C. to be with him, my friends, and my family. However, he just got an incredible job offer in Boston and wants me to move there once my program is over. I would love to be in the same city as him, but would all uh, that would mean moving even further away from my friends and family. Also, he seemed weird when I mentioned moving into into his Boston apartment. Does he want me to move to his city but get my own place? I do think a year and a half is a little early to move in together, but why would I move specifically for him just just to live in a different apartment? And finally, is it bad that the feminist in me feels a little guilty changing my plans, leaving my family for my boyfriend? Would love to know what you think, the nomadic bitch. What do you think? To me, this isn't a feminist thing. This is the person who cares more kind of thing Mm. right in some senses what do you mean i mean like i don't think it's about like if you move for a guy it makes you like not a feminist or if a guy moves for you it makes him like wimpy or something like Mm -hmm. that i think it's more like 
the person who like is very intent on making the relationship work a little more who the circumstances also happen to like be easier for them to finagle Mm -hmm. is the person who should move yeah like the person with like the easier job to relocate should move yeah it's it's about yeah yeah and if that's the if that's the girl then that's the girl but also you have to be working together i think there's this like thing where she's like i feel like i'm not the feminist right in this and and it's like you're putting up a wall to it's like you versus him a little bit in that sense where it's like instead it's like i I think that's like I think she wouldn't be doing that if they were having more of a conversation together because the fact that she's like, hey, well, he's bringing up other apartments, like so now they're right, not even communicating like, about that. It seems like he's making the decision, and you have to deal. You have to. She has to deal or decide if she wants to like go for it. But it's not like like you said, like it's not a conversation where we're like, well, what are we gonna do? Yeah, it's not a what are we. It's like, hey, I'm going to Boston. I want you to move there too. Goodbye. Good luck. (laughs) Right. Figure it out now. Like I. I, I, Yeah. And that's the annoying. I do think a lot of men kind of do that where they're like, this is my job. This is what the job I got. I'm clearly going like you're coming or you're not. Mm. Or like that's like sort of your decision to make. But like this is what I'm doing. And that seems like the more anti-feminist part of it. Yeah. That's like the. He didn't even include you in the discussion. Right. More like, oh, like this is, I got this job offer. Like, like, let's talk about it. Like, what do we want to do? And I think that's generally a more female way to go about like decision making in relationships, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like how like jobs play into it. It's sure. Like, it's like, yeah, I value my job, but I value this relationship a lot too. And so like, that's not a decision I'm making without you. Yeah. I, it's tough because, uh, I do want like, I, you know, I'm trying to put this in my own terms. Like if someone was like, hey, move, uh, if, 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 if it came up that someone's like, uh, if Hollywood came calling, okay. Okay. Move to LA. We, you're going to be the new, we're doing, you know, a new sitcom and you're the lead in the sitcom. Yeah. What would I do? I would look at Jess and I go, hey, um, this huge opportunity came, um, I want to, you know, obviously we're going to make us work, but I, I need to do this, you know, like I, okay. I, and it kind of reflects what you're saying about guys where it's like, like, I don't know how I would look at her and go, well, is it okay if I go, you know, like there's a lot of legwork that I did before we even met, (laughs) you know? Right. But that, I don't, I don't know if that's the way to look at it. Uh, What do you mean? Like for me, like if I got that same offer. Yeah. Let's say L.A. comes calling. Right. Because I don't know. L.A. is like such a far away place to us. That, right. And also. It is very physically far. It's physically like, far. Yeah, so like, like life changes. Yeah. Um, and what would you say to Mike? I'd be like, I got this offer. Like, what are what are your thoughts? Like, would, would you be interested in moving to L.A.? Like, what's like, what's that something you'd be like down? For me, it wouldn't be like i wouldn't go without him Mm. i just like like to me it's like i don't have my thing here is not so bad that i like or it's like my my dream is like yeah to be successful but it's also to be like happy Happy in my like relationship with the family sure and like to me those things are not like one is not more than the other necessarily but and if one is it might be like a relationship in a family i think also but to a lot of guys their happiness in a family is Mm -hmm. directed by being able to provide for that family well i mean the choice in that wouldn't be like no providing or providing it's more like 
like well, it's provide better versus providing worse. Perhaps you know, like it's uh, it's like can we if you know do you know it, it's a, would, it's a decision. Would you between- ever be like okay, I'm gonna move to L.A. and like we can live separately? Like if you want to if you want to move here, that's cool. No, I get your well, own apartment. That, that's the other thing. I I think that's the biggest <laughs> problem in this. Right, like I, that seems crazy. I would never move if he was like, oh, I got a job in L.A. I'd be like. I mean, we live together now, so that would be like especially weird. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got a job in LA. So we're going to live apart. This is my chance to get right. out of this whole fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I think if she went to, the, I think this conversation changes. If she goes to, if the next time they're together, and they should have this conversation in person. Right. And she says, hey, uh, I'm excited about your new job, but I need to know are you trying to do, are we going to go do this new job together and I'm going to figure out a way to be a part of that or... Am I following you? Am I, yeah. Are we still like fucking in a new city? I feel you know, like, like guys do this thing where they like move to escape a relationship. Oh, absolutely. Which seems absolutely. like... Absolutely. You know, there's Which so, is not something I've ever heard a girl if even you're consider. Talk, if you're dating a guy who's like, All right, yeah, I'm, gonna, I, I'm applying to jobs uh, overseas. Right. Like, oh, I'm thinking, we had a girl that I, we had someone that came to our live shows and there was a discussion of her boyfriend, like, you know, going into the service. Oh, right. He, yeah. he wanted Want to like, to be like he, a, he was applying to go into like Navy SEAL seals, stuff. Yeah. And it's like. It was his dream. She it said. was his dream. Yeah. And maybe that was his dream, but maybe that's his way out. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. of, of like, I think a lot of guys like. Because then they know, don't have to be the bad guy also. It's like. It Never the bag. I'm not saying like guys are like training to be Navy SEALs just to get out of like dating a girl. But I, I do understand where it's like a lot of guys are like, well, we'll see what happens with this. This career is going to take me wherever I go because that'll be the thing that I will be. And there's no on. there's no sense of like, I can't I do not want to lose this person. That is like an equal importance to me. Yeah. It's a tough question to answer because it's I mean, this is where our conversations about like how men are afraid of getting into relationships based on like money and like their job thing like comes into play where it's like, you know, if you go back to that, that show that you're talking about where they're in couples counseling, I'm sure a lot of those have to do with money. Well, it's funny because like, um. You know, like people say our show is like very heteronormative and like so it was interesting to me. Like there's the, there's a woman, lesbian woman and a trans woman who are dating and their problems are like just like ours. It's so funny. Like yeah. the trans woman is talking about how like she makes more money in the relationship. Yeah. And so she doesn't feel like she should be coming home and like having to do the dishes. And, and, and that, the that's other, like the most right. like normal, like that's the most like right. sitcom Husband and fight, wife right. fight ever. And the other yeah. woman's like, well, we work the same amount of hours. You just happen to make more money. Interesting. Which is, again, like, it's like everyone's like at the heart, like all couples are like equally it's, fucked up. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's <laughs> dealing with the same insecurities. Everyone's dealing right. with the same. I don't want to say it, but I need to say it yeah. type of thing. I, yeah, I, it's, it's tough. These are like tough conversations. I think, you know, for men, because. It's the same thing to me as like women being told like their whole life, like get your husband, don't let your eggs rot. Right. For you, you you're like, like there's a societal <laughs> pressure to like. This not... is a lot of society stuff okay. that, that women get a lot of like 
leeway on and men don't really get the societal they'll go you know men are told yeah oh well, boo-hoo you right, know, like, right. And, and it's like well your whole life you're taught if you don't provide you're a loser and look at that guy who's out of work loser and <laughs> um if you make this amount of money you're doing fine and you have you know if you have this you know all these right. things the those are no, all like true, reinforced yeah. over time so when this guy who's like, I got the job in Boston. I am. This is this is happening for me. I this is the track that makes me get to Providerville, right? And which is fine. I think that's fine. But I think her. But it avoiding, doesn't seem like it's for her. It's for him and whoever he winds up with. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> that's uh, like the like. That's the tough part. That's the tough part, and I think that's why she has to have a hard, hard conversation with him. I if I were her, I'd be like, Yeah, I'm up for doing this if we're doing this together. But I'm not right. going, I'm not following you to town. Right. Yeah. I'm not moving to Boston to be in my own apartment. Like, not, yeah. like I'm, I'm moving to Boston if, like, you feel like this is going to, like, end in a, I need to know, like, how seriously you take this relationship. Yeah. We are going to Boston. Right. Not I. Yeah. You know, I think that's how that's, it has to. Well, it's funny. I always, like, when, even, like, getting guys to do a we thing is, like, for me, like, it's funny because, like, Mike will always be like, yeah, I've got like a, I got a wedding that weekend. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm going with you. We have a wedding that weekend. <laughs> like we, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like we, we are going yeah, there. The, like, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, that's what I meant. I'm like, no, like it's like a, it's like the way that you like, that that's like to me, like the, it's just a pronoun, but it, like, it's not, it's like, sure. it's like, that's the way we should go through life as like a team. Like we're doing this. Yeah. And, and. There is a subtle change as relationships go on mm -hmm. from I have the wedding to we have the wedding. And, right. and it's like it's subtle, but also not so subtle. But like <laughs> I, I think to me, there's it's one of the two things like this guy's either saying, yeah, making it. There's also another thing where guys are like, like, oh, you don't want to go to I guess this is the end. You know, like this is a way right. out. Right. Well, that's what you have to find out if yeah. he's just like switching it up just to like sort of like make you break up with him. Sure. And and make you say, yeah, the, I think the like moving away from friends and family, like, you know, that's another thing that she's like, I've never saw myself so far. It's like, yeah, but that's kind of the fun of life. I, you know, some to right. me, that's a fun thing. Like you're go like. Although again, like if you're moving to a city, if you have where you have no friends and no family and you don't know anyone, you're going to be tough. relying on this person a lot more than you would if you were dating them. Like, like sure. that's when you have to be a we, especially because it's not like it's like you with nothing yeah. moving here for this person who like has something or everything. Like I had a friend who moved to um, she moved to uh, UK and oh, like wow. to be with like a guy that like a British guy that she had known and like none of her friends were there none of her family were there it's like really hard to be somewhere where you don't have any of your shit set up you have to start over right so like the relationship has to be like the, so the, strong. and the person has to be really in it with you and really like helping you to adjust to that city and helping you to like you know what i mean you have to feel like you have something secure to like be with otherwise yeah. you're just like out there to reference another show, 90 day, 90 day Fiance the Other Way. Have you okay. watched that show? I haven't. I need to watch it's that. You fantastic. keep saying. Everyone keeps saying it's amazing. The Other Way is when people from America go to other countries and do the 90 Day Fiance, but in their country. And then they did this like post game, like, you know, they did like the after the okay. show get together. And they're like, all the people were talking about how like 
going to a country where you don't speak the language, like you are like you become childlike. You're sure. Yeah. You're you're super dependent on this person who brought you there to like get you a water. You know, like like, like nothing. And like this is a more extreme version, like going to Boston from Pennsylvania, like you're not out of, you know, but you do have to depend on each other. And now the relationship grows whether you like she's like, oh, we're a year and a half. I don't know if it's too early. No, it's 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 fine. There's no no there's no to anything. There's are you in for this or are you out? Right. And it kind of saying, well, well, you'll go to another apartment and I don't know about you moving in with me. That's him saying he's out. Yeah. Or like he's not going to be what you're going to need him to be exactly. if you move to a city for him. Absolutely. And that would be the worst thing that could happen is if you move there you under the under the pretense yeah. of like we're we're doing this and he's like, oh, we're like going to be exactly the same spot that we're at now, which is like we're dating. Yeah. No, Ca- that's like not casually. Gonna, that's not yes. going to work. It's not going to be the same. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let's do some more. You ready? Let's do some more. Um, and this new segment is brought to you by Tresme, or not new segment, but same segment. Yeah. Um, from ugly sweater parties to New Year's Eve, keep your hair on point by following at Tresme on Instagram. There are tons of hair, how to's, styling tips, and inspo to last you throughout the holiday season and then some. At Tresme, Tresme, ooh la la. And if you didn't know, Jared has a great voice. This is, that's so. me. That's right. At Tresme, at Tresme. So. This is Let Your Hair Down with Tresemme. Let's, uh, you want to read it? Yeah. Hey, J&J. Huge fan. Your dating advice has helped me survive dating this past year. Thanks for all that y'all do. Now on to the question. I am 25. I've lived in a large city my entire life, but somehow I have never had a serious relationship and have never been in love. The only boyfriend I have dun, ever dun, dun, had... Dun. <laughs> 
The other only boyfriend I've ever had was in high school, which in my mind doesn't count. In college, I was honestly too busy partying slash being a drunk mess, being involved in my sorority, working part time, studying and interviewing for full time jobs that I never had time to date in college. Okay. Honestly, dating was the last thing on my mind in college because I was just focused on having fun and graduating with a good job. Flash forward three years into post-grad life and I still haven't met anyone where we both have mutually been into things enough to label things. I usually get to the four-month mark with a guy and then one of, one of us calls things off because the I love you feelings just aren't there. This has happened to me twice in 2019. Since I haven't had a serious relationship literally ever, I'm starting to think this will deter men from ever wanting to be serious with me, especially because I live in the South where everybody gets married at age 25. The question is, do guys care whether or not a girl has ever had a long-term serious relationship or is it a deal breaker to men that I have never been in love or had a serious relationship? So, okay, before we move on. Okay. People need to stop sending emails to both podcasts. You got, yeah, I got did you do this one already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I... I think it's a good email for us to do. Okay. But I, I just want to say, okay. send it one or the other. Don't do both. Yeah. Don't BCC. Yeah. Because you're fucking me up. Because <laughs> you already answered this <laughs> question. I already answered this question. Okay. Well, but I want to talk about it with you. Okay. I, is that okay? Yeah, is let's talk cool? about it. I, 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 this is not a thing. Okay. No one, no, here's the thing. You're dating and she is dating in 2019 Living under the constructs of 1985. At what age would this be a thing? Um, in New York. Would at what age would this be a thing? If I if I met a, f- it would have to be way later. Mm-hmm. It would have to be like, yeah, I'm 50 and I've never dated. <laughs> like, right. like I I also you don't have to tell people this. Yeah, I I just think this. I don't is think like, anyone's like that. It's more normal than yeah. anyone. Listen, we're in the hookup culture. This is what it is. Yeah. So we've all the no guys being like, you didn't have a boyfriend during high school and college. And then everyone's going, yeah, you, the guy didn't either. Honestly, like, yeah, for me, this is more of a thing for girls having to do with guys. Like for oh, me, interesting. I think that we kind of like we're like, oh, well, I judge people based on that. So like someone's judging me. For yeah. me, like if I'm dating a guy, I want to know that he's dated someone before. Otherwise, I'm the teacher. Yeah. The guy has always been in single mode and I'm going to have to do a lot more work than if this guy has had a relationship or not. Sure. Yeah. The guys don't really think of it this way. Right. I've never been like, I've never had a friend come to me and like been like, met this great girl, but. <laughs> She's uh, never had a boyfriend never, before. Yeah. Never had a boyfriend for more than four months. No one will even right. be with her. How could I? Yeah. You know, like that doesn't happen. I don't think that happens for guys to girls, but I do think that happens. Um, for me, like any guy that I would date or think about dating, I would consider like what his pa- what his past okay. relationship history is, because to me, that'd be indicative of a few of a few things. How likely he is to want that in the future. Sure. Um, how how he is in relationships. Yeah. You know, like how much know how to be in a relationship. Does he want to be in a relationship? Are those things that he's going to discover along the way and be like, Oh, this isn't for me. Yeah. There's the, the similar thing. There's like, to me, there's like tasteless women. Mm -hmm. There's women that have no taste. They're like, I'll take any guy that will be my boyfriend. (laughs) But then there's also guys who won't even try to have taste. So there's guys that are like, that won't get close enough with any woman to be their girl boyfriend. Right. So the, like, well, that's, both, that's what I'm saying. Exists. That's something to yeah. be aware. For me, like if I if I met a guy and he was like 30 and he'd never been in a relationship, yeah. I'd be like, okay, like this probably has a less likely chance of working out with me. Sure. One, 
to like, I'm going to have to do a lot more work here because this guy isn't going to be in the mindset of like things that girls in relationships like to have done or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, having a relationship mindset also. like That's the kind of like the we thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like to a larger extent, it's kind of like, oh, like, is it going to be obvious to him that he should include me in these things? Is it going to be like, is he going to be putting having me as a priority? Is it going to be weird for him to like want to meet my parents? Because that's not stuff he's ever like been into before. I I guess. Yeah, I I, I could understand that to me, like the. Yeah, the never. Yeah. If a girl said that to me, like. I'm trying to think of like, like, cause girls do ask like, when was your last relationship? How, right. how serious was it? And I remember, you know, when dating, I would be like, oh, I, you know, I would always reference like first that I had like college girlfriend that mm-hmm. went, you know, into the real world. Then I would reference. Yeah. I usually date people for 10 months. <laughs> and, and then at 10 months, I would usually like, right, if I were dating out. you at 10 months, I'd be like, okay, like, uh, I would what's be, going on? I would be anticipating that date because I would know that that was like a, and that might make me less likely to want to date you because I would sure. think like, oh, this person isn't really necessarily looking for a long term commitment. I'd have to find that out about you probably before investing more of my time if I liked you. On the other side of that, if I was meeting a girl who kept constantly said, I've never had a boyfriend, I've never had a boyfriend, mm-hmm. I've never had a boyfriend, I'd be like, so right, you're, not, yeah, versus, you're not over right. this shit. And you'll just take any boyfriend because you just want to see what the show looks like. Right. You, know, you want to see you want to you just want to take a tour of the car- carnival. Right. And it's like, you know, I think to her, she's got to like put this away and realize she and she's doing this thing where she's like, uh, especially because I live in the South where everybody gets yeah, married. You don't have to 20. make all these excuses. Right. We don't too. give a fuck. Yeah. yeah like, I, and, and here's the thing. The other thing about the South is like everyone's putting on Instagram a fake version of what's going on in their lives. OK, mm-hmm. so the people that are like everyone's married, everyone's married, everyone's married. But yeah, but they're in couples therapy. <laughs> you know, like they're they're on the TV show on Showtime. You know, like they. So I I don't think don't live in a world where everyone's this, everyone's it's that. Not a race. I think yeah. everyone's more in your situation now than the other situation. Hundred percent. I get in the South, maybe it's a little different, especially in some like cities where that's just more likely. But it's not a race. At the end of the day, like guys, especially, I really like don't really care about that. For me, it's like I was thinking about this while you were speaking too. It's like if a guy said like he's thirty five, he's never had a relationship. I'd be like, imagine saying like. I've never had a job. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Ha- am I gonna be the one to hire you for your first job? Like, you're gonna have a lot of bad habits. Sure, that I'm gonna have to break. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, I get that. I, yeah, and if I, also, if you've never had anything, it's, it gets a little weird later in life. I've never right. had hummus. Right. You know, like you'd be like, well, what's wrong with you? Yeah, it's everywhere. What's what are you talking about? You? Why won't you eat it? Yeah. You know, like I've never done. If you, if you're a never have, never will person. It's always a little fucked up. But I, I think for this person, this whole thing of like, oh, I've never had a relationship in college. And 25 but, is very you, young. Yeah, you don't for, have man to apologize. Or, for a man or a woman, yeah. I wouldn't be that worried about a man either. Also, our like our interpersonal things are like now different. This is going back to the conversation we started the podcast with where it's like, yeah, it, we live in the age of disposability. People are breaking up after three months and that happens and not getting back together. And this is the reality. This isn't going to be the same as your parents. Right. This isn't going to be your, your parents thing is not going to be your thing. Yeah. And you shouldn't compare it to it to that, or it sets you up for like failure. Yeah. But listen, let your hair down with some Tresemme. Okay. At Tresemme on Instagram, go follow them, go get involved. They're doing, they're doing tons of hair, how to's styling tips and inspo to last you throughout the holiday season. 
and then some. Uh, go and get involved. That's how we let our hair down. Let's say let our hair That's down. That's how section. we all let our hair down. Ah, feels so good to take out that pony. Ooh la la. Let's play some games. So, red flag or deal breaker? It's the third date, and you agree to head back to their place after a fun night of dinner and drinks. They offer to get the Lyft or Uber, and when you get in, you realize it's a shared ride. Ooh, I'd be okay with it. You'd be okay with an Uber pool? Yeah, it would add some. It'd be funny. Like, let's see who this third wheel has to be mm-hmm. um, on the way to us fucking. <laughs> like, it'd be like. like- a little bit of a turn off I think I don't think it'd be yeah. like a deal breaker but I'd be like okay like now I know like the kind of dating experience this is gonna be <laughs> sure well this is the uh, this is back to the guy being cheap or not like right if I if the girl looked at me after the date we're having a fun time like I'm thinking of like a date with me mm-hmm. date with me which is really fun Ooh, you would be lucky <laughs> So I, I'm thinking if you were on a date with me, we would go to dinner, we'd go to another bar, we'd get a couple drinks, we'd be a little fucked up. I'd be like, hey, I'd be touching the small of the back. I'd be like, hey, you want to come back to my place? Great. And then she looked at me. In this scenario, she looked at me and goes, you, you paid for dinner. I got the Uber. You know? Like, <laughs> right. Like, this is the only way I could see this okay. happening. And she goes, I got the Lyft, I got the Uber. And then she, and then all of a sudden... Uh, she goes, oh, we have to go out to this corner because that's the li- that's the shared corner. Right. And we get in and somebody coming back from the library is in the third seat. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, OK, well, this is now how you live your life. This is how you yeah. decide where money goes to you. You'll go the extra 10 minutes to get home. To not well, yeah, pay the saying, extra ten dollars. That's now an indicator. Now I know that we're on two different pages. And sometimes, but here's the thing: you can still be that person and not be that person on a first date, Absolute, or a third date. Well, like, how much do you care about showing it? Right. How well, that's, aware that to are me you is more the thing. You're the weird right. one. It's like, yeah, I don't mind. A, I like. I have no problem with a guy who takes the subway. Do I have mm. a guy who's who's like insists on taking the subway at the end of our date, like sure. with me? Well, the, the, like, yeah, this is that's, back. that's what I'm saying. It's early, like. There's got to be like a little bit of like a romance sort of. Well, it's funny because I'm like explaining what a date is like with me. Right. But it changes like now, you know, like now you're taking now, you know, Jess and I will be like, OK, let's go to this place. And, and she's like, I got dinner. You got it last. Time. You know what I mean? Right. Like That's not the first date. That's not right. Romantic getting the Uber. We're going back to that's my place. You that's know, not, we'll take the like the subway on the dates. One, two, three together for me. Not romantic. It yeah, it, you know what's interesting when you're dating, it's like how quickly do I show who I really am, and then it's like, what parts of showing who I really am make this person think that I'm more here for it? And let what me, part? Let me, let me I kind of I already know what you're saying. So like, sometimes you'll do things on a date, and women will go, "Well, that means he must like me." And how do okay. we know? How do you differentiate between? Oh, he talked about his family on the first date and he farted on the first date. You know, right. like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, he got Uber pool. He must have been so comfortable with me right. to get Uber pool. Does this make sense? I guess one is like going out of your way to do something that's more expensive. Mm. And the other one is like, but I, I think it could I, be could be just you. This is what I'm saying. Like, right. how do you because women do this thing where they pull away? Well, he. He talked about family on the first day, which means he must be serious. And then they'll like, and then also he does Uber pool. Does it, they never do the thing where he does Uber pool? Does that mean he's 
a cheap fuck I don't like. Well, I always think like it only gets worse, right? The way that like sure. the bar like gets gets lower as you like as you said with the paying. Like I'm gonna like yeah. She probably Jess probably wouldn't have paid for like a second date dinner. Sure. But now she'll do it. It's kind of like yeah, like people Things only change. get like yeah. Now we just go out in sweats and go to McDonald's. That's what right. We do. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like for me, it's like the Uber Lyft Uber pool on the first date. I'm like. Okay, things are. This is like as glamorous as it's gonna get. Yeah, this is this is him treating you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it'd be like, oh, now it's a lifestyle thing because it's not even like it's. Oh, again, well, if it's this now, then we're taking uh, the air train to the airport. Well, this is. A, oh my god. <laughs> How could you? I I just think this is like one of those things that like I hope someone listen because we get so many emails that are like, like he does this, this, and that. Does he like me? And it's right. like. Do you like him? Yes. Do you are do you have any is is all of your is the only reason you like someone is because they like you? Yeah, that's then that's the issue in itself. That's the issue yeah. in itself. So it's like, yeah, if you get in the Uber pool and you go on the first date, he's gonna do fucking Uber pool. It's okay to go. Yeah, we're we're not we're two different right. wavelengths here. So this I'm not that into that. I'm not into yeah. that. Yeah, let's do another one. All right. Um, red, red flag deal breaker. My boyfriend at this time, at the time last year, told me he doesn't use body wash or any type of soap ever in the shower. Needless to say, now he is an ex. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she has a hard I stance. guess we know uh, what her stance yeah. is. Yeah. Is this normal? Do all boys not use body wash? Do all boys think water does the job? We are perplexed. I don't think that's normal. I think it's normal. That guys don't use body wash? I, I think it's normal. Like, I'll do shampoo on the head okay like i think it was jazz was like you don't wash your feet and i was like oh no the soap kind of gets down is such there. a weird thing because it's so private it's, that like you don't know how really, I, yeah. yeah you don't know how disgusting you are until you compare yourself to someone else you took <laughs> one shower right. with your dad growing up and then <laughs> he taught you how to do it and that's all the learning you got is that how you're is that how you learn i remember taking showers with my parents okay. like my dad I, not, <laughs> it wasn't like the whole family got in there <laughs> i know the freed but family is very close very close yeah. but I, I yeah you get in the shower when you're like a baby yeah, you get in the shower with your dad. My, my sisters I my, remember, yeah. yeah like i remember yeah. taking a piss in the shower with my dad my dad was like don't tell your mom she'll be fucking pissed just right. like that it's funny that's how we like learn yeah these, you, you these get habits. one lesson i always talk about we have a sponsor on the other pod on my podcast mm. um i don't know if they sponsor this so i won't mention any names but i uh it the dentist teaches you how to brush your teeth and then at like 13 they're like you can't at like 12 and above you're not allowed to ask any questions right. about <laughs> brushing your teeth or you're a fucking idiot right or like <laughs> everyone assumes you've been doing it wrong the whole time yeah yeah, yeah. so like you know there's a toothbrush out there that will right. it, it'll time you for two minutes. Right. And if you try and do the whole two minutes, you're like, I can't even do this. Like, who's been doing two minutes? Right. And everyone, it's funny because everyone has their own st- standard. Like, even we're all disgusting in our yeah. own way, in our own special way. Sure. So, like, you know, like for Mike, he'll have some like habits that I think are gross, and then for me, he'll be like, Oh, like, haven't you slept in that shirt for the past five nights? Yeah. Like. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, well, like, are we now keeping score? Because yeah. I can, like, bring up, like, a few other disgusting yeah, habits. You don't wash your asshole. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I... I so I'm saying we all have our own... We have our things. Like, yeah. when I get in the shower, it's a... Sh- like, first of all, I went a year without using shampoo. What? Uh, Was your I, hair just, like, to disgusting? Someone told me that it makes your hair look better to not use shampoo. Like, the shampoo's ruining your hair. Okay. Did that and, work? 
I don't think it worked. You just uh, rinse? I would just rinse it out. It was wow. like a long time, not a year, but probably like a few months where like I was like slicked back and greasy. It just felt like better texture. Okay. It looked better, I thought. Huh. And then, I don't think it worked. I was trying to like get my hair longer, but then it just, you know, just poofed. That should be that would be interesting. There was some sort of theory out there that okay. I read once. You know, how you read one article and you go, right. that's the rest of my life yes. now. Yeah, I kind of did one of those totally. things, but I I I'll go shampoo on the head, down the body, arm, arm, balls. Done. But like, you know, I wash my whole, you know, like, and then I would never go down to my feet. And there was like, yeah, I don't do the feet really either. Well, then I put on, I remember yeah. I put on Instagram stories, you know, do you I assume wash like your the feet? bottom of the shower gets the feet. Clean. Everyone has different things. And it's also, you were just taught once. Yeah. Like there, like some people take a washcloth in the shower. Yeah, that also seems like for some people that's super clean and for other people that's like, oh, that's just some people can't believe you don't bring a washcloth. I've never heard of bringing one. Right. Or the Q-tip thing. Some people use the Q-tips every day and other people are like, I can't believe you use Q-tips. Those are terrible for you. Yeah. 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 So cleaning your ears thing is a very divisive one. All these body cleaning things are like like we learned them once. And then we think that we're just like committed to that. And we're like, I'm normal. I do the right, right thing. And then someone walks in and goes, you don't wash your feet? Gross. Yeah. And right. you're like, well, oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Didn't, didn't realize. So like this guy says he never uses body wash. I do. Un- I would understand where he's like, no, I wash my hair and I use the soap for my hair. I would assume that's what he's saying. Well, yeah. I assume no, he doesn't use anything ever. I feel like that person would smell. Yeah. I. Right. I'm not like a smelly guy. I'm not saying I'm cleaner than the next person, but I just okay. don't get very smelly. Right. Um, so some people just don't, you know, yeah. like I, I think this is like a different, like, you know, ever different folks, different strokes. Fair enough. He says, I'm free on Wednesday. If you follow my band Instagram. <laughs> so hold red on. flag or deal breaker. So hold on. He's, he's um, in a band and then they're trying to go on a date. Right. And he's like, I'll go out on Wednesday. If you follow my band's Instagram. Yeah. That's a deal breaker. That's a deal breaker for yeah, me too. Because that he he's it's like, oh, now I'm working for it. I used right. to meet people. Well, what kind of a com- foot is that to start well, off on? Also, you're working for it. <laughs> also, what you don't understand is a lot of comics would meet people, get people to come to shows via dating apps. Really? Yeah. Instead of like like, hey, come to my show. You're supposed to bring like a certain amount of need people, to bring right? Bring people, in order get to people get, there. Yeah. yeah. So like real fucking hustlers. I put that in quotes because they're okay. not really hu- they're hustling themselves fucking into nowhere. But I. They're like, uh, yeah, well, I would go on. They would go on dating apps and just like invite seven different people they met there. Like, That's to the so show. funny. Yeah. So I, I think this guy. The girls think they're all. He invited me to his show. Uh, yeah. Somebody falls for <laughs> he it. He needed to yeah. get five. You know. <laughs> yeah. He needed five people to get on stage. Right. So like this all that makes sense to me. That's but so like, funny because this guy's just trying to build up his social media presence. You like the, sometimes you'll see like these like women that have like on the dating apps you used to see like their handles. And then you'd go to the handle and you'd be like, oh, they have like 10,000 followers. Like this was built through masturbation. This is part of the, right. (laughs) Most of those followers are men. Definitely. Um, So yeah, I'd be out too because like to me that would be starting off on a foot where I'm definitely not leading things. No, you're, yo, yo, you're one of a million. Yeah. I'm doing you a favor. Anyway. That's our show. That's our show. We will see you next week. Absolutely. Can I make a couple of announcements? Of course. Is that okay? Go for it. Um, I'm going to be... When does this come out? This is the 13th? Yes. This Wednesday. So on the 29th and 30th. 
Thanksgiving's the 28th. On the 29th and 30th, I'm going to be in Huntsville, Alabama. Ooh. That's right. Come spend your post-Thanksgiving hangover with me. Huntsville, Alabama. That's awesome. Jaredfree.com. Jaredfree.com. Thank you. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.